I want to speak on Kyrie Irving today. Um, he's been in the news a lot over the last few months, really the last few years, last seven, eight, nine, ten years, as he moved on from Duke as a one-and-done player who only played so many games and moved on to the NBA as the first-round pick, number one overall pick, I should say. I believe he may have been rookie of the year. Don't don't put that on me, but I believe uh, definitely was one of the top stars of that year coming out into the NBA and uh, made a name for himself quickly. And then LeBron joined the team. He won the championship eventually. And then news hit that he was disgruntled, didn't really want to be here. Things go on. So I, I want to just speak on where he stand in my mind is if it really matters. I got a voice and I, I want to share it. So I could understand a lot of a lot of people felt as though, you know, he screwed over the Cleveland Cavaliers basketball team. He messed up a good thing that could have lasted for years and years to come. Well I, I believe that at the time and now I, I believe wholly that, you know, he was a young man and he wanted to lead his team. And with LeBron there on the team, it was no longer his team. And all the circumstances that surrounds LeBron James, you know, the the first decision and then coming back and and totally taking over the team and transforming the team and everything and everyone acquiescing to LeBron, um, and, and rightfully so, you know, I believe. But I could see how that could rub a young man wrong that was probably about 22, 23 years old and had been the person who the team catered to for his first three or four years in the NBA. So I could see how he could be taken aback by that and not want to be a part of that in those moments anymore. He had his championship, and now he had a point to prove that he could lead his team to that same uh, success. So he asked for a trade. He was traded to Boston. Okay. He, he's in Boston. He, he's playing on a team that was already pretty good. It was already a pretty good team and their core group of players remained. And so he goes to Boston, but his, the performance is not all the way there for different reasons, injuries and everything else. But nevertheless, Boston is one of the most racist cities in the country. Everybody who plays sports, who has a big voice at some point, talks about the racism that they deal with in Boston. And I can imagine what someone like Kyrie Irving went through as a as a person with his own mind and own voice and who's not going to be controlled by any person or establishment when he speak and when he do things that the the backlash that he has received from those already racially charged individuals in Boston who call themselves Boston sports fans, but they really racist in disguise. I believe, according to what so many athletes have said over the years. So he ended up getting traded to Brooklyn, the Nets, again to play alongside some of the best stars in the game today. Durant and James Harden 
and he's able to share the court with two of the top-tier players in the league and hopefully make a run out of the Eastern Conference to the championship. Unfortunately, as we all know, with any professional athletes, with anybody, a lot of times big egos and big personalities clash. They don't mesh well sometimes. And and part of that, I believe, happened in Brooklyn with the Nets. But also, we also saw the issue with the vaccine and him being a man of principle and refusing to take the vaccine, which charged him, caused him to not be able to play uh, games on his home court for that season. And uh, a lot of people, I would imagine, was had their feelings about that. And uh, some of the other things that came out, maybe people had an issue with it saying the earth was flat or whatever. I don't know. But that, come on. That's that's his mind. He's speaking his mind. If we got a right to freedom of speech, then he should be able to speak on what he believes with, with no recourse. He's still performing his job the way that he's supposed to. And then the big thing, probably the biggest thing, was the him sharing a link to a, a documentary. Uh, I forget the name of it exactly. I believe it's called this. From Hebrews to Negroes, I believe that that could just be part of the title. It could be a little bit of a longer title, but I'm not super familiar with it. Uh, he posted a link from Amazon to his Twitter. And once that came about, he got a lot of backlash. And it was called names that he has never presented to be. He was called. He was called going to apologize, which he did, but he didn't. He didn't uh, promote the video or the documentary. He didn't say that it was a great documentary. I, I guess a person could believe whatever the implication is that they want, but he he never said anything about it. He just shared the link to it uh, from one of the NBA's partners. One of the NBA's partners are making money off of this documentary that he simply shared. They're actually selling it to the people. So if it's such a bad documentary to be shared, how do you partner with the person that's actually selling it? And so he went through that process. and But come to find out, the owner of the net is someone who's first, I guess, or primary or, or big money-making business. Uh, his big money-making business was one that uh, has contributed mightily to the genocide and the hatred towards a certain group of people included in that is Muslims. And uh, obviously, Kyrie Irving relationship or not relationship. Kyrie Irving's religious beliefs is that of the Muslim. He is Muslim, to my understanding. I don't know him personally. He is Muslim. And so of course he would have great disdain towards 
someone who was contributing towards the genocidal practices that will affect Muslim people. Why would you want to play with that type of business whose mindset is to exterminate the very person that you are? It makes no sense to me in my mind. Oh, yeah. One other thing. Last year in the playoffs, although Kyrie Irving performed extremely well, he did observe Ramadan. uh, And a lot of people believe that that affected his ability to perform, even though he performed at a very, very high level throughout the playoffs. The team did not advance as far as people had hoped or people had believed they should. But he performed very well. He he did his his thing. So, you know, the, these are some of the issues, or some of the uh, also some of the thoughts that I have about Kyrie Irving and his journey through this NBA. So he he ended up demanding a trade or asking for a trade, however you want to put it, from New Jer- from Brooklyn Nets, and was able to get traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But with that being said, I believe his journey through the NBA has has really uncovered a lot of ills that play professional sports. There's a lot of racism. There's a lot of racial divides. There's a lot of a lot of lack of accountability for the people at the very top and extremely harsh accountability for the people who actually are on the courts or the fields playing. And that's not right. And that's something that I believe needs to be rectified at some point. I don't know when that'll be, but hopefully soon. And uh, I wish Kyrie well in Dallas. I'll be uh, checking in on him to see how he's doing and, and, and wishing him well and wishing him all the success in the world as he plays towards another NBA championship, this time as a member of the Dallas Mavericks. That is, of course, if the Dallas Mavericks has the right organization with the right mindset and leadership and guidance from the very top of the team all the way to the players. And if they don't, then I'll stand behind Kyrie Irving in his request and demand to be allowed out of that contract and to play for a different team in the NBA. With that... Tell y'all peace. Have a good one.